when you think about a goal that you have, a problem that you'd like to solve, how do you go about choosing which tool you want to use? Which resource or which connection you'd like to leverage to resolve it? And in those times, what is your go-to? Which is that tool or that instrument or that resource that you seem to draw on most frequently or that you have the greatest level of comfort with? Thank you for tuning in to this week's Time to Come Alive. My name is Valerie Hope and I am your host. And as you know, every week I have an opportunity to have enlightening conversations with someone to help us become A, more mindful, more conscious, more connected, and more creative. And today is no exception. In just a moment, I'll introduce my special guest for the day. Before that, I wanna remind you, if you are not already subscribed, to www.timetocomealive.com so that way you get every single episode in your inbox go ahead and do that now and you can also as you're watching this on youtube go to go ahead and subscribe to the channel that way you get notified whenever a new video is posted so that's really important i want to make sure you don't miss a single episode now back to our special guest today um, the, the good news is you guys know I meet people in some of the most interesting <laughs> ways. And today is no exception. I actually met Amy Lynn Durham, which I'll introduce in just a moment. And Amy and I have known each other for like, what, Amy, like a month, two months or something like that. Not very long, but we have some mutual friends who love and adore you. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to meet this lady. And then I had the fortune of this past week, actually, it's only been a week getting together with precisely that group of people from the Berkeley Institute, uh, the, the University of Berkeley, and the University of California Berkeley <laughs> Executive Coaching Institute. We all are peers from that particular institute and got together and you did an, a, an absolutely cool tarot card reading for us, which as a group we'd never done together. And I think brought up some amazing conversations between all of us and then also some self-discovery. And I'm still processing a lot of the stuff you said. So first of all, thank you so much for being on my podcast today, Amy. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, we definitely raised a lot of energy last week. I, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I couldn't even sleep. I was like, oh my gosh, it was really? a lot of energy that was raised. Yeah. What, was how, cool. how, well, first of all, before we get into that, yeah. I want to I come back to this. What else should we know about you? Um, the main thing that I think everyone should know about me is my, one of my main goals is that I want to make sure we all work together to bring collaboration, heart and human connection into the workplace. And the biggest piece I think missing from that is people are afraid to be their authentic selves, mm. um, at work. And I'm just speaking about that because that was my, that was me. I, I'm branded now as the corporate mystic, but really I was corporate at my old job and I was the mystic at home. And so the beauty, actually I had a real transformational experience at the Berkeley Coaching Institute and that really helped me. Um, I was, I realized I was splitting myself. I don't know if that's a psychological phrase or not, but I'm going to claim it. <laughs> <laughs> And I wasn't bringing my full authentic self into every single room that I walked in. Mm. And that was one of the most transformational moments of my life when I realized that and decided to, yeah, I'm going to be who I am wherever I am, no matter what. So I think if everybody can have the courage and the vulnerability to do that, um, our world would heal a lot faster. And I think if leaders understand how powerful that is to allow people to be that way, mm -hmm. wow, that would be an amazing day. Wow. All right. That's, you've yeah. given us quite a bit to unpack there. So let's start with first things first. When you say the word mystic, what does that actually mean? So for me, it's just having... I don't want to say I have spiritual intelligence and other people don't because that's not the case. Everybody has it but it's working with it, cultivating your intuition, tapping into it, working to um, bring it to the forefront of your life, 
putting your ego aside for the greater good. It's a little bit of humility, all of those things. And everybody has that within them. Everyone has intuition. Do you shove it down or do you start taking a moment and listening to what your higher self is telling you hmm. and then maybe make decisions from there? Okay. So you mentioned you were corporate so, at work yeah. and then mystic at home. So mm -hmm. give us a picture, like take us, take us there. Like what was the snapshot of Amy at work versus Amy at home? So this is how I like to describe it. I'm a Capricorn. If you know your star sign in astrology, no, no, I don't know if anybody it. knows it. I know mine. So, yeah. So, so I'm a Capricorn sun, right? But I'm a Pisces moon. And typically if you look up your moon sign in astrology, it's kind of like who you are at home. Mm. And the Pisces moon is the mystic and the psychic. And then Capricorn is sort of the corporate worker bee, right? So I was splitting those two things. And when I, when I went home, all I did was study tarot or study, I would read all sorts of spiritual intelligence type things, um, Eckhart Tolle, meditation, uh, setting intentions. I work with the phases of the moon. That was my crystals. I do appreciation anchors for emotional management strategy for people, things like that. I was doing all of that for myself at home. Then I would walk out my door <laughs> and I would go to work as Amy, the executive director. And I wasn't bringing any of that to the workplace, which yeah. is a shame because it really helps connect people and it actually increases profit and productivity. Okay. So when I decided to leave my corporate job in 2018, I planned for a year to leave my job. And what I did was I, I um, utilized my team and my employees as sort of research, if you will, um, on these spiritual intelligence activities or tools like you were talking about in the beginning mm. and um, really proved in the field that these things work. And so that's sort of where I started bringing myself, my full self to the table. And then once I attended Berkeley, the Berkeley Executive Coaching Institute, as you know, I mean, the lid just <laughs> flew off. Exactly. All of a sudden, I'm like, create magic at work. And, you know, I used to hide at home. And now I'm like doing tarot gatherings. So it's like been crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's phenomenal. And I do think, you know, we sometimes live in a context that doesn't necessarily pull for people really going beyond what the norm, right, or the status quo is, um, mm -hmm. often I think we're trapped in that. Some of it is internal, mm -hmm. I will say. You know, I, I, I can see that in, in certain corporate spaces is not really like, oh, Amy, what does your intuition tell us? What does their Capricorn son have to say about our third quarter earnings? <laughs> like, they, should, they should ask. They, they should ask me that though. No, they just... should have asked. <laughs> but, but I can see that that's not the kind of conversation that generally comes up. So, I, so tell me, I'd love to just get a moment, like tell us a moment at work, like when you're in this mm -hmm. corporate role that you felt maybe that that want to utilize or to, to share or contribute your intuition prior to when you started experimenting with your, mm -hmm. <laughs> with your co colleagues, but where, can you tell us of a moment where you felt drawn to, but you kind of held back? Where I felt drawn to and held back? Yeah. Like you felt like, Oh man, if I could just, <laughs> if they could just notice today's in the lunar cycle. I don't know. I'm, I'm making right, the word right. up. I don't know. But if you know that there is something that you could have said, but you held it back knowing that mm -hmm. they might think is odd or strange or crazy. I don't know if there was a specific moment, but I would say every meeting, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like every, every time. So for example, I would be involved every single morning. This is just one example of, of one position I held where I had to phone in every day and report our financial data and our sales numbers in every day. I had to phone that in. There was no connection on that call. There was no, Hey, how are you? Um, I mean, it was quick. You know, it was, you mm -hmm. could, I could have programmed a robot to call in and rattle off the numbers from the computer that were, you know, sitting right in front of everybody anyway. Mm -hmm. To me, just noticing things like that, 
where to me, that's taking the human out of the workplace. Mm. Why are we even on this call together unless we're connecting? Because nobody's going to remember the numbers, but if you went around to everybody on the call and asked them what they're grateful for today, I would remember that Jimmy said he was grateful for his mom being, you know, saying she's in remission from cancer, whatever, right? Like whatever connecting, I'm like, wow, Jimmy's going through that. Let me reach out to him and see if he needs help later this week. Little tiny things like that. It doesn't have to be some huge tarot reading (laughs) or, you know, my crystal grid I'm making for you or whatever, right? It can just be Valerie, what are you grateful for today Mm. in a group setting? And that I have seen has been some of the most impactful times I've had with my team was just giving them a chance to share that they're human. Mm, I love that. And you're right. It doesn't take a lot. It doesn't even necessarily require some intuitive, some powerful intuitive sense to do that. But I think what you're pointing to is sometimes we lean away from the kind of skills that bring people together for the sake of efficiency, for the sake of, of, of being, you know, of, of, of following our logic as opposed to our emotion in some decisions. I, I remember, I'll give you an example. Last year for Thanksgiving or before Thanksgiving, really, uh, my brother and my cousin had a little, they, he had a road trip, made up with my cousin, and they were talking about, oh, it's been so long since we've seen each other. We need to do a family reunion. It would be great. Let's do Thanksgiving. And so they said, well, let's get Valerie to coordinate it because she's really, <laughs> she's really good at, you know, coordinating stuff. I hate coordinating people. <laughs> I might be good at doing it in comparison to others, primarily because I worked in a corporate setting a lot. So you learn how to set up meetings and do Google meets and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they sent this huge email saying, Valerie, guess what? We want to do something for Thanksgiving. We're going to put you in charge. My heart sank. <laughs> I literally was like, I would love to see my family and get everybody together. But I hate having that. I just felt the weight of having to coordinate people is not my gift. So I, I kind of shied away at first. My mom was like, Valerie, you should really do it because you, you do have a knack for bringing people together. And I was like, okay, what they think is me coordinating stuff what I see is really connecting people. And mm. so what was so awesome, and I, I told them, I said, look, I'm a little intimidated by having to coordinate the logistics. That's not my gift, but I'm great at bringing people together. If you're open to us making a team out of this, I'm down. And what was so beautiful is when we had our first call, I was able to bring in all these other cousins who wouldn't have participated before. And on the call, instead of just launching into, okay, so it's November 20 something, let's start planning. What are we going to bring and who's coming? I said, okay, what would, you, what would you like to say about our Thanksgiving gathering at the end of this? Like we've done it. We've all come together. We set a vision, which is what I love to do, set a vision for it. And it was beautiful because that vision really helped us make decisions about where we spent money, where we didn't, where we spent time and energy and where we didn't. But it was I literally struggled <laughs> with the decision. And that was in my family <laughs> of like bringing something that I thought would find a connection. And like you said, bring that humanity. I, what is it in your, in your world, in your life, mm-hmm. what was it that prevented you from actually taking, taking that step? What do you think? I really, if we want to get really big with the answer, I I feel like this is a true answer. It's, it goes to women in the workplace and how we, how I thought I was, I'm not going to say we, I'm going to speak for myself, but how I thought I was supposed to behave in the corporate world as a woman and as a leader. And I quickly found that and we read a lot. We, I've read a lot on, you know, don't act like a man, bring your gifts to the table as a woman or your, for me, you know, I call it divine feminine energy mm-hmm. and we need both divine masculine energy and divine feminine energy in the workplace. So I think it just goes back to acting in a way you think is acceptable in the workplace and 
it's really down to <laughs> the majority of leaders are men, especially in the workplace that I was at. And the majority of those leaders were, were white men and they were very comfortable looking at data and looking at financial records and putting together quarterly business reviews where you stand up in front of everybody and you get grilled, which fine, but guess what they weren't comfortable with? They weren't comfortable with showing vulnerability in the workplace. They weren't comfortable in the beginning with maybe a connecting activity like sharing what you want to let go of in your life or maybe what you want to, what your ultimate goal is at work with someone in a group. And I think that once I realized that my creativity and my divine feminine energy was actually a compliment to the workplace rather than hiding it, I, I saw some real changes within myself and also within uh, my work. And I think it was recognized by other men as well. I mean, men want, men want this stuff. They want to feel safe. They're craving it. They're told when they're little boys, sometimes you're not allowed to cry. Mm. And so they grow up in this space where they're afraid to feel vulnerable because they think it's, it shows weakness mm. when actually courage and vulnerability are some of the biggest strengths that you can um, show. So I don't know if that answered your question, but it took no. me down that road. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. I think, you know, some of the, I've taken some courses, some PAX programs, PAX, and they do a lot of understanding men, understanding women courses. And I think one of the things that I hear in what you're saying is that there's, for many men, <clears throat> what I've learned is that there's, there's a drive internally how their, wire, their brains are wired to produce results, to solve problems, right? To be, and mm -hmm. that, that hunter instinct, right? That, that instinct to hunt for the solution or the, to hunt for, for, the, for the goal also requires them to be single focused, one, but also not, and conceal, conceal some of those perceived weaknesses right or vulnerabilities mm -hmm. because they might get in the way of achieving the goal or or resolving the problem and so what what i'm hearing you say also is that in an environment where you have people that have a lot of different gifts and talents in their toolbox that could all be working towards fulfilling that goal or solving the problem it can enhance the experience, get there faster, perhaps get there feeling even better and more accomplished in the long run. And so, so in the, in the feminine, that feminine energy really brings connection, brings partnership. It brings the, the panorama rather than the single focus. It can bring in, oh, you know what's missing here? Or, you know, in addition to this is something else we can bring in. And that having that compliment, I think is what you're, you're speaking to that could also influence, right? Um, but for you specifically, I know you mm -hmm. said this, this whole idea of bringing in your intuition, you're noticing when humanity isn't present, right? The, the human is kind of left in the background in service of the financials, the metrics, that part. Mm -hmm. um, when you started to experiment with bringing mm -hmm. more of that part of you into the workplace, Tell us, tell us how that happened. What happened? So I think when I started to experiment, I had reached a point where I, I didn't care as much anymore what other people thought. And I was going to try this. And then the other piece to that was, I think as a leader, I was lonely. And the, you know, there's a lot of data that shows sort of the higher you move up, the lonelier you can feel as a leader. Mm -hmm. And so I almost think I did it for myself, starting these tools and these activities because I was lonely as a leader and tapping into the power that you have as a leader in a positive way um, is really, is really powerful. But yeah, um, once I started to see them working, it was amazing. So I'll just, I'll show you cause we've talked about it. Uh, we've okay. referenced it a little bit, but so there's this company there and a lot of people 
I'm surprised, but it's probably just because of the world I'm in. <laughs> They've never heard of this before, wow. but this company is called the Flying Wish Paper Company and they sell never. these little kits. And so you can do this in the workplace. You can do this one-on-one. -on -one. And I think I sent you a kit, Valerie, but I'll just, I have this one here um, for me I, and you I take- I know you do and you did. <laughs> and I, if, I, I should have thought about that before we hit play. Because <laughs> then no I would have no found it. I can do it for you. Um, yeah, do. So what you do, it comes with a little platform. This is uh, the platform that my, my kit comes with. And you can basically in a group, this was, I'm bringing this up because of your question. What was, this was one of the most impactful things I've seen done okay. with a group of people. Uh -huh. And you can set a goal for your work life. Maybe write three intentions down on the tissue or you can, we're coming up on the full moon in a couple of days and the full moon is a really great time to release and let go of something. Mm -hmm. So as a leader, if you're, if you're aware of the phases of the moon, as I was, I would strategically pick that topic with my team. Hey, why don't we share with each other something we want to let go of in our life as a team build activity? And each person would take some time to write down on the the flying wish paper what they would like to let go of in their life so we can do that right now if you want to do a rapid yeah let's do it let's do it okay, okay. so something i want to let go of um okay. wow let's see I, I i think i shared with you <laughs> i i have some lower back pain that's been kind of nagging at me for a while and been doing some physical therapy kind of work to to help loosen it up in yoga but mm -hmm. i think i would love to let go of the whatever the tension is like because mm. i find myself also having to sit a certain way or to lean a certain way in order for it to not hurt i want to i want to be able to relax into it because i feel there's just a lot of muscle tightness built over time so releasing the tension let's write that right, i want to let so go of the tension in my body <laughs> Want to be free. <laughs> so, Valerie, release unnecessary tension. Boom. Yes, yeah. let's do that. Release unnecessary. I feel looser already just saying it. <laughs> what about you? I'm going to put down that I want to give up not knowing, not needing to know what happens next. Oh, put my name next to that one too. <laughs> <laughs> if up, not needing, I don't even know if that's proper grammar, but we're going to go with it to know yeah. what happens next. Um, in our tarot gathering last week, I don't know if you remember, I pulled a spirit animal card for everyone at the end. Yeah. And I, uh, Reba, our, one of our um, Berkeley coaches was in it and she, she, she said, pull a card, Amy. And I pulled one for myself and it was the hummingbird. And the mm. message was to be here now. And so I'm going to, I'm going to kind of stack on top of that today with, I'm going to give up the need to know, not needing to know what happens next. And we're going to release your unnecessary tension. Yes. And so you write that down. This is a beautiful time to do it because it's the, it's the full moon. You take this paper, uh -huh. you crumple it up. <laughs> it's just a fun visual when you have employees and a team mm -hmm. and then you kind of smooth the paper out and then each person rolls so it you into open it up again. Show us. So yep, you, you open it up it? again. Oh, okay. And so now it's like crinkly. So yeah. Let's hope this works on camera right now. But if it doesn't, I promise you it actually really works. Okay. <laughs> this is the first time I've done this, like with somebody on camera live. I'm really curious now. Yeah, let's okay. see. All right. Let me make sure I get it. So what are so you doing? You, let's, can you show us on the, in the screen? Yeah, absolutely. Let me, okay. Let me turn the camera down here. Okay, perfect. Yes, okay. that's better. So you put it in a tube on this platform. Please do not harm yourself or any oh, of your me. equipment. <laughs> yeah. Don't try this at home. <laughs> so you oh, light the top goodness. of it and we're going to okay. let go of these two things right now that, that we talked okay. about. Okay. Yes. Let's see if it works. 
Look at that. This is the first time I've had fire on. Now it's going to fly up in the air. Woo. Oh my gosh. Are you okay? (laughs) Yeah. No. Is it out? It flies up into the air. I'm going to catch it and show you. And usually you can do it outside under, uh, under the moon. Where's my camera? There it is. Yeah. Oh, so it's just like a little, it looks like a (laughs) hairball. Yeah. It's basically ash now. It's ash. Wow. So you, so the, you imagine the impact when you have everybody inside. Yeah. It's like, it gives you that like, aha, like, wow. See, it's like, it's like a little ash thing now. And you can actually take this. It's like floating around. I don't want to lose it because you can actually take it and you can bury it in uh, i'm getting real crazy on this show now. no 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 stay, stay, <laughs> so stay you can take i want to save this i caught it because i want to save it and you can bury it in your backyard if you have a little yard or you can put it in a little succulent plant you have yeah and um all the energy that you transmuted with that maybe can feed a new positive transformation or feed mm. a new way or something like that so this is one of my favorite activities because it has that wow factor where it burns down and then flies up into the air. And when when employees or coaches or whoever participate in that, I mean, it's so fun because they spend some time writing what they want to let go of or bring into their life. And, um, when you go around and ask them to share, that's where the magic happens. That's where people hear the vulnerability like you and I just shared with each other. And I, and if you continue to do that with your team or with people, they will continue to come together at an even, even tighter Tighter, or in an even closer way. I had one, um, exercise where, you know, one of the guys in the group said, I'm going to let go of like the Redskins losing last weekend or something like that. And that's totally fine. Like whatever they're able to bring to the table, but then, and everybody laughed. So we had some humor there, but then I had another, um, team member say he, he was going to f- finally forgive his parents. Oh. And it was this huge moment. Yeah. And that was in the workplace. Yeah. Oh. And that was so cool. Mm. Oh, and that's beautiful. yeah, it was, it, oh. it's just little tools like that, that oh, make God. it fun. It's like what bringing the exercise? fun back. What is the exercise called again? In my book, I call it the intention setting exercise. And then the actual paper is um, flying, like flying up in the air. Wish, make a wish, paper. Okay. So there you have it, y'all. If you want to do a a powerful intention setting moment. And I can almost see this. You know, I've shared before that my birthday is like my new year. So my birthday is not till February, but my birthday is like my new year. And those, so that's the year that I, that that's the time where I actually go through, like, what do I want to let go of? What do I want to claim for my life this year? Right. That kind of thing. Mm. And so I can almost see this as like a, something we can do on birthdays or an anniversary or some meaningful rite of passage where people are able to let go of whatever the old is, new job, new home, new family, new something. Right. Um, to burn the old in order to usher space for the new. So love, love, love that. Definitely. And, and you'll Definitely. share with us where we can get the your book or the flying wish paper and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Later. You can just, oh, okay. Yeah. We can bring it up later. Yeah. Um, I'll make sure to put the links and stuff too, so that people have access to it, but I want to go back to cool. something. Yeah. I want to go back. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to go deeper and you mentioned this in the very beginning. So we did it to a group tarot reading. So first of all, let's just walk people through that. Cause I think that's, mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. And it was something that you hadn't done quite that way before. So right. walk us through how that came to happen. And, and what was it that, that you were hoping for in a group setting as opposed to like one on one? Yeah. So as an executive coach, as my, clients get to know me a little bit more. They realize the, the mystical side and most people are attracted to me because they're meant to work with me. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't go out seeking as much, um, as you make the choice to work, to work with me. And so typically around, I don't know, once they're comfortable third or fourth session, maybe a, a client will say, Hey, can you pull a tarot card for me? Or, or I might say, Hey, why don't we check, check the energies around this? And once we're really close and comfortable, that's sort of how it comes about in in a coaching session. Yeah. Um, our, our friend, Allison knows I, I meet up with her about once a week as a peer 
And I just started every week, we just started doing tarot or talking about shadow work or mm -hmm. talking about Oracle cards, um, to help guide us and, and improve our spiritual intelligence. So she actually pushed me, <laughs> thankfully, I love her, into doing a group uh, tarot gathering. Mm -hmm. And anytime I do something like that, I always want to make sure I say that I'm not the leader. I'm just the facilitator because mm -hmm. everybody has the answers within. I am not a fortune teller. I do not predict the future. We can, you can ask a question and I can be the vessel that pulls the cards that gives you the messages and you know deep down inside what the messages are for you. So that, that's sort of where I'm coming from. We'll pull what energies are surrounding your questions right now and you'll decide which way to go. And I would wow. say just, you know, I, I would say anybody that's predicting the future, I would be a little leery of because we all make present moment decisions that impact our future and we can change the trajectory of our life in a moment yeah. at any time. Yeah. So, Oh, that's so brilliant. And I'm glad that you said that because I think my experience or at least the, the perception that I had about tarot was that it was like a fortune teller type mm -hmm. activity and it was about predicting the future. And my experience with you was not that at all. I mean, you do say there's like a past, present, future kind of energy, mm -hmm. I, I imagine. So can you explain a little bit about what that means? And if yeah, you're not I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. 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 So in the, in the tarot gathering we did, we decided to do past, present, future readings because it was the shortest amount for a group that we could uh -huh. do. And it was kind of an easy spread. Okay. And even, I think you noticed from the group, even with the past, present, future, it was like, here's your present. If you kind of continue on this path, maybe these are the energies that are going to surround your future. Mm. And here are some choices you can make. And then we also pulled a shadow card to work on our deep unconscious, the, the deep unconscious areas of ourself that we might be hiding. Mm. And what was really cool in that group session was I didn't even realize it was happening. It was just sort of flowing with it. I didn't have it planned was the shadow card was tying in to the past, present, future readings as to like, here are some things you can work on to move forward in a positive way. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to clear some of this deep, dark shadow stuff. And wow, once that clears, clears the light really shines on the future potential mm -hmm. of what comes up. Wow. Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so. I, I, so you, and you also said that after that, you got really amped up, like it was really energizing to you. So what was it about that experience that was so energizing for you? So the energies that we raised as a group together was really powerful because I really like being the facilitator. We opened it up to where we talked about having a really specific question so you don't get confused, right? Mm -hmm. And a few of the women said, well, I know what I want, but I don't have my question fully flushed out. So as a group, we sort of helped in a coaching way, each individual pull out their specific question. Mm. That's very, very important when you're doing work like this because you want to be very clear on what your question is. I can give an example. I did a tarot reading for a woman that wanted to know about purchasing uh, her beach house. Mm -hmm. And it came up very positive. One of the cards that came up in the reading was the um, nine of pentacles. And the nine of pentacles is traditionally an independent woman, has, has great finances. Um, everything's going to be great for her. And it's, it's just a real auspicious card. Mm-hmm she was asking about purchasing her new beach house. Mm. She reached out to me a couple of days later and said, Oh my gosh, does this mean I'm going to be single for the rest of my life? Cause she did a little bit cause it's an independent woman standing on oh. her own in the card, you know? Oh. And that's why it's so important that for, to me, when we were doing that group session that we're very clear on the question and I, and I redirected her back. I said, no, you didn't ask about your love life. You it was asked about, about and exactly. Oh. And that's the, that's when you start spinning a little bit in fear. And yeah. that's why it's really great to have that clarified question 
to go with. Cause she, right when I reminded her, she's like, oh yeah, never mind. I'm fine. You know? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even struck a little chord with me. I'm like, wait, (laughs) am I going to be staying all the rest of my life? So, okay. Let's, I feel like we need to pull a card, Amy. (laughs) (laughs) I want to pull a card now. Now that you, you teased us with the magic and the mystical side of you. Wanna, what do we want to do? Do we want to do, I have the, the shadow work deck with me. So let's roll with that one. You want to do a shadow that. card? Sure. Why not? Let's go. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> I usually use the traditional, um, right. It's called the Rider Waite Smith deck, but this one is amazing because this one was specifically designed. Can you show us what you're doing so people can see? Yeah. So typically I just shuffle the deck three times. And since we're going to pull a shadow card, I can pull, I can concentrate my energies to pull one for you. Okay, perfect. And you focus on the deck as well. Okay. You can. Yeah. And just focus on, you know, what do you, what do you want? What, what message is the universe wanting to send you? Okay. In order to work on shadow work. So it doesn't have to be a specific question. It could just be, what does the universe want me to work on? Not for shadow work, because we're just going to pull one card. Okay. We're going to shuffle this three times with the energy focus now. So fill one more. Mm. Woo! I can't shuffle today. So sometimes in tarot, cards will jump out. Okay. We call them jumper cards. That means okay. they're specifically Did I have a meant jumper for you. <laughs> you didn't get a jumper, but it was okay. getting close. I was like, what's okay. happening here? <laughs> a bunch of cars say, we got to yeah. tell Valerie this. <laughs> they're all flying around. <laughs> Woo. Okay. So if you tell me which card is your card from the top, Middle. that'll be your shadow card. All right. Middle. Yeah. So this is, um, oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. I have been seeing this card over and over. So this is the is Ace it? of Pentacles. Yeah. Um, our friend Becky, who's also an executive coach, she gets this card all the time. So this okay. is a this is a new journey in career. This is abundance and finances, etc. So remember we asked shadow. So in order for you to crack open yes. this ace of pentacles energy, we're gonna um, look up the shadow work piece from it. Okay. okay? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I, I can't believe I got that. the Ace of Pentacles again. Okay. That card has been coming up for a lot of Berkeley coaches. How many, how many Ace of Pentacles do you have in that deck? One out of 78. Yeah. So the, so the tarot has a major suit and then four minor, four minor suits. And uh-huh. one of the minor suits is Pentacles. And that's usually about career finances, okay. things like that. Right. It's, it's the earth the fall, autumn, you know? Mm. So Ace of Pentacles. Hmm. So we're going to ask some deep questions right now so you can yeah. crack this open. Okay. Um, have you been refusing to allow something natural or new to emerge? Mm. I, I have a tendency to want to control an outcome. So <laughs> that might be why. Yeah, I can see that. Yes. Okay. Where have you refused um, to take any gifts that have been offered to you? Ah, refuse to take any gifts? I'm always open to a good gift. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And I would, I, I would explore that a little bit energetically. You know, it doesn't have to be a tangible gift. Maybe the universe is offering an energetic gift that you need to look and see a little bit more. And that's the art in this card too. It's a, it's the hand of the divine mm. reaching out with something in it. Yeah. So. You know, I, that's interesting you say that. Cause I think what comes up for me now is that I have a tendency to do things on my own because I feel it's just more agile, I guess, in doing it. And mm-hmm. so I don't always seek help as readily as I could. Right. So people might offer help, may offer assistance, may offer support, some sort you know, whatever makes sense at the, in the context of whatever I'm looking to do. And so I think maybe it's just being open to, or even asking for it readily Mm. that that happens. Yeah. So asking for help for help. Yeah. Or receiving support from other people in whatever ways makes sense. I'm like, Oh, I got this It's fast. I could just do it really quick rather than say, Hey, help me out. Mm -hmm. And what was it you said before that you were a little, you were saying something right, right on the first question that you were there was something about control or being too rigid. 
Yeah. So what was interesting is um, during this whole time that uh, the last few months, ever since George Floyd's murder and everything that's come out around racism, you know, systemic racism in, in the U.S. and around the world, really, too, I've been called in different ways, shape or form by people to say, hey, do you work on this? Is this something you do for organizations? That's not really what I say I do. It's not my forte, at least not in the approach that's the conventional approach, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of to your point is my challenge between the corporate and the mystic side of me, right? The uh -huh. mystic <laughs> side of me is really about how to bring people together, how to do so in a way that's humane, the way that's, that's, that honors and under, people understand each other beyond the protected categories, beyond sex, beyond religion, beyond gender, beyond race, beyond ethnicity, beyond all of that, mm -hmm. how do we go deeper? And mm -hmm. I'd resisted for many months, really moving into what might that message be? And it's really been recently, like in the last two weeks, that I started having some conversations about how I can show up in that space in an authentic way. And mm -hmm and honor, right? Honor all of the things that need to be dealt with at all those other levels too. There's nothing wrong with working on those very deep traumatic uh, experiences that people have. And I also know that that's not my specialty. That's not the tool or the resource that I bring, but I've resisted a lot, even mm -hmm. just, okay, maybe I have a voice that I could, I could play in that arena. And so it's literally like, that's recent. That's like in the last two weeks. And I have a couple of conversations. I had two conversations yesterday that have been pointing me very surely in that direction. So that, mm. that's, that's what comes mm. up right now. Yeah. That's interesting too, that you got the Ace of Pentacles for that yeah. because it is an, <laughs> yeah, it's a new start. It's a new journey. It's, it's, you know, Ace, one, two, three, four, five, you know, how it oh. goes in, in a card deck. But, and then now it's these deep questions you need to ask to sort of maybe crack a new journey open, yeah, uh, which yeah. is really cool. Um, what have you been taking, taking for granted? Have you yeah. been ignoring important signs or omens like um, the Ace of Pentacles? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like this one? I think that, yeah, I've been, I've been ignoring and taking for granted some of my own experience. You know, even yesterday, I literally had a conversation with a new, a new connection and somebody that introduced me to this woman who finally heard, I think, you know, she's, she's an African-American woman. And I shared with her as a Panamanian, a Panamanian woman who is black, mm -hmm. my perception there, my, my perspective is very different. I, I didn't grow up with a lot of the trauma around race that, people, you know, other Blacks born in the U.S., raised in the U.S., especially in the South, where I spent, I spent most of my time living in the South, but mm -hmm. I didn't have that same perspective. And so I found it really hard to, like, really, do I have a voice in this space? I don't really have that same pain, and I don't know what to, how to speak to it from my perspective in a way that will honor that. And so she shared some things with me. She's like, wow, we need to hear your voices too. And, you know, so I took for granted that what I brought, that perspective I brought in that particular topic would have any value. And so, really, yeah, like I really said, this cool. is like, this is like fresh bread right now, Amy. <laughs> just like coming out of the oven. I was not even baked yet, but I just started to figure out, oh, okay, there might be something here that I can really support. So really cool. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. So this is really, really validating cool. to that. Yeah. So you can see how, mm incorporating the tarot can actually without predicting or yeah. pretending like I know what's best for you yeah. can really, we can call on like a higher energy, a higher intelligence, whatever that is for you mm -hmm. or for me to come in and let's, let's give Valerie some thoughtful questions today. Mm. And that's, what's so cool about the shadow work too, is it, it asks us to work on ourselves yeah. rather than pointing the finger and pointing out what other people need to work on. Mm, although that's so, so much fun too. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so much fun. Amy, can you pull a card for him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. To know what to work. <laughs> yeah, but when we do that, I actually launched Shadow Work Sunday um, with Create Magic at Work. And every Sunday we have a Shadow Work theme with some questions to yeah. ponder. And I think that if we start focusing on ourselves rather than how others need to be. I think that's where healing the world's going to really come into play. 
Oh, I totally get that. Yeah. So, so in the, in the, as a wrap up in the last few minutes that we have, mm -hmm. what, what are some things that people could take advantage of? You mentioned you have a book, right? Create magic at work. I see you right over your right shoulder there. You have a, a poster, <laughs> yeah. um, but talk to us a little bit about where people can find you, what resources or workshops or groups or any of that, that, that might be helpful for others. So it's really easy. All you have to do is go to createmagicatwork.net and all of the resource pages are there. I do want to mention since we did the uh, intention setting exercise that if you go to my products page on createmagicatwork.net, if you purchase my book directly from me, I just do this sparingly because it's a lot of work, but I, I'm willing to do it for your audience. Um, if you purchase my book directly from the products page on my website, createmagicatwork.net, you'll get an actual signed copy of my book from me and I'll send you a free uh, flying wish paper kit. And the art on it is secretly supposed to be me as the high priestess from the tarot. So there's like some secret symbolism there, but I'll send you a really cute package if you want to do that. But yeah, everything's on createmagicatwork.net. I've got a membership club where they get cool stuff like this each month to play around with. And I think ultimately we can, hopefully you kind of felt that we really dug into some deep things, but we almost made it fun and light with yeah. some of the tools, right? Like we oh, talked absolutely. about some really deep transforming um, topics, yeah. but we made it fun with some beautiful art and some beautiful tools. Absolutely. So, and I yeah. think, you know, one, you, you mentioned a couple of things. First, the group of people and just the amount of respect and care and love that exists within this particular group makes a difference, I think, because of how open people were, others were also mm -hmm. very open. I think that's number one. And then number two, that, you know, the way that you facilitated it. And I don't know if you seek to do more group sessions, but I absolutely recommend them. I think it's a great team Thank bonding you. activity. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and your approach, I guess it depends on what people are wanting to get out of it, right? If they're wanting to do something as a group to bring them together, this is super helpful. Families, friends, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Then I can also see how your facilitation was to engage the others in asking those questions, in probing. Right. So you use the book and you use some of your own questions, but you really solicited others to, to share what was coming up for them in this person's card choice or whatever. So... Uh, I think all of those moves enable people to start to see and interact with each other differently. Like even afterwards, I, you know, I off, offline connected with, with a couple of people in the group and just said, Hey, oh my gosh, that was so cool. What did you think about this? And, you know, mm -hmm. one in particular, because of having this, I brought up the whole muscle tension um, Reba does Qigong, right? And Tai Chi. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Hey, maybe you can help me with moving some energy. That might be really helpful. So I think, those kind of conversations were facilitated by by the tarot as well and and finding resources so look at that i already reached out yeah. for help see i'm not resisting anymore amy <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're so right that it, it's so cool because every like i say i'm no i've studied this for years but everybody has gifts that they have to share and i think it was really what you're bringing up too is how other people were getting messages in the group and I like to say, or I've, I've heard it explained is that's the universe giving you postcards. So if you're watching someone else's reading, so if somebody was listening, is listening to us right now and they saw the Ace of Pentacles and it like hit them in that space mm -hmm. in their body where it's resonating or these shadow questions I was asking you, they're kind of like, wait a minute, like this is resonating mm -hmm. with me. The universe is sending you a postcard through yeah. Valerie's yeah. message. And that's why the group um, gatherings are so impactful. And you can schedule specific ones with me um, through the create magic at work uh, net coaching page and bring your friends. And I, I, my membership group, I've opened up two, two sessions that they can um, sign up for specifically. So the membership group gets cool stuff like that, but yeah. And you can join the membership group too. Love <laughs> so, that. Yeah. Love, love, love that. Oh my gosh. Any, any final messages for us? Anything that you think would be, be helpful for people to not only connect to you, but also connect to themselves in this process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was thinking more considering everything we discussed today. Mm -hmm. Magic is everywhere and look for the signs and look for the symbols and trust yourself mm. that you have the power within 
to um, follow those signs and symbols on your path and on your journey. Yeah. And you know what I, I would add to that, because you mentioned spiritual intelligence earlier, that, mm-hmm. that for me, I'm a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I also understand that God imbued all of us in God, Allah, you know, spirit, whatever name you call the, that, that energy, but imbued each and every one of us with wisdom. And, you know, that, that spirit that lives inside of us is that inner wise inner guide. And so, you know, when you say that to listen to ourselves is listening about, is this quieting ourselves. It's not listening to our ego, not listening to the conditioned responses of our community or our society or our families, but really to that wisdom that, that each of us have access to. Um, that's, that's how I interpret what you share. So if that helps other people, you know, bend into this a little bit more, so be it. Uh, Amy, thank you so much. Thank you. This was so fun. And I hope you enjoyed it and I hope everyone enjoys it. So absolutely. And no, you know, I don't take for granted that you, I know I asked you to maybe share some of those modalities. I don't take for granted that you shared a part of your magic with us that um, it's an area that you're still exploring and discovering for yourself, but also finding ways Mm -hmm. to contribute it in meaningful ways to people. So thank you for allowing me and us to, to participate in that. Yay. Thank you. Of course, everyone that saw it was meant to see it. So that's the beauty of it. Absolutely. Yes. And with that said, if you want to make sure that not only are you meant to see other episodes, (laughs) but also (laughs) meant to review this one, Go to www.timetocomealive.com so that you can subscribe and get this in your inbox and or you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Therefore, get the notifications every time a new episode is posted. And feel free to share this with people in your life who you think this message resonates with. You know, Amy, thank you so much for your time, for your energies, for your gift. Um, and don't, I'll put, make sure to put your website on the, on the notes page so that people are able to find you and connect with you separately. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it was my pleasure. Good. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful rest of the day.